Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're here. We're doing it. It is going to be a fun-filled episode. Guys, thanks for uh, tuning in. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a fucking eventful couple weeks. Goddamn. Went went out to Salt Lake City. If you guys came out and saw me do some stand-up out there, I appreciate it. hope you enjoyed it. hope it was worth the wait. <laughs> I had some good sets to bad sets. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Um, I had to work for it. You know, the fun thing about doing stand-up in other places where you uh, don't normally perform is the fact that the references aren't always the same. I totally forgot that the Elks lounges that exist here or like the Eagles clubs or um, stuff like that uh, don't necessarily exist around the Salt Lake area. <laughs> got to look into the references at that point and make sure they understand it. But it is what it is. I got them back, though. You explain the joke. You get a little couple tags in. What ha- what that tells you is you just got to gotta write some jokes explaining it better what the place is. You know, you, you just got to paint a better picture. You can't rely on everybody knowing exactly what the fuck you're talking about. So that's on me as a performer. I got to just do a little better. And that's why you go on the road, people, so you can learn what works and what doesn't to connect to the masses out there. By the way, if you want to come see me do some stand-up uh, here shortly, I'm going to read off these dates at the beginning of the podcast. So you guys here, you can come see me March 18th in Keokuk, Iowa. The day, the week you're hearing this, I will be there that Saturday, March 18th, Keokuk, Iowa, down in the old southeast part of Iowa. Come out to that. That's going to be a fun Irish celebration show, uh, being Irish. That's why I'm wearing green. It's festive right now. <laughs> Welcome to St. Patty's Day week, where shit shows begin. I feel bad for any college town right now. They, those motherfuckers, dude. I remember what St. Patty's Day was like. I wasn't this bad. We were bad on Visha, not during St. Patty's Day week. I, well, I guess also a lot of people are on spring break. Yeah, we were at spring break. We did. We went and terrorized other towns. I think that's why spring break is on St. Patty's Day weekend. Okay, that's why schools are like, we're going to have our spring break now because they don't want their towns to be destroyed. The locals can destroy them now. The college towns, they let the locals have their fun on St. Patty's Day and destroy the town. If you allowed the college students to stay there, oh boy. If you didn't encourage them to take out extra money on their student loans to go party during St. Patty's Day week, woo, shit would be hitting the fan, boy. We would destroy it. No, that's what uh, Visha's for at Iowa State. That's what we used Visha for. Was that was our time to destroy Ames. <laughs> it wasn't during football season. No, it was when we celebrated the, the core schools that first founded Iowa State University. Uh, I was part of the... The class that got uh, that removed for a few years. They canceled that event altogether because uh, we partied too hard. You know how hard you have to party to fucking destroy like a over 100 year tradition? That's how fucking hard we partied. <laughs> uh, the Visha riot. So senseless. So senseless. Uh, yeah, but that's why those schools want you to go party on St. Patty's. They do. They want you to take that at extra loans so you can go down to you know, uh, Daytona Beach or South Padre Island, dude, and just rage, you know, getting more student debt. Fuck it. Eventually, they'll, you know, relieve it, and then you just got a free vacation on the government dime. 
that you eventually pay back with taxes. <laughs> there is no escape. There's no such thing as a free vacation. You will pay back. Anyway, St. Patty's Day, the day after St. Patty's Day, I'll be in Keokuk, Iowa, March 18th. So come out to that show. March 24th. Uh, I'll be in Council Bluffs, Iowa, hometown hero, returning. Going to be at the Third Base Bar and Grill. That's going to be a great show. Uh, it's me and Sam Hershock and some other local comics there in Council Bluffs. So come out and check that out if you're in the CB area. That'll be a great show. Uh, April 5th, I'll be in Des Moines, Iowa at the Peachtree Brewery downtown. Come out to that one. That's a great showcase put on by the awesome Dan Umpton. That's going to be a fucking great show. So come out to that one. Then April 8th. Uh, if you're in the Lincoln area, I'll be at the Storm Cellar uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska. So come out to that show at the Storm Cellar. That's going to be a fun show. That room's really cool. It's going to be a great time. So come check me out on April 8th that weekend. And then uh, March 4th, or not March 14th, April 14th, uh, Knoxville, Iowa at the Peachtree Brewer Company in Knoxville, Iowa. That's going to be a fun show with me, Dan Umpton, Brandon Ream, Sam Hershock. That's going to be a fucking killer show. You're definitely going to come out to that. So those are all the shows coming up. I'll probably ramble them off again at the end of the podcast, but thank you for uh, letting me ramble off that. Come see me do stand-up, guys. I'm trying to get out there more, and uh, this is that's what I want to do. I do this podcast because I love entertaining you guys. Let me come entertain you for a night out with drinks. Let me do the jokes to help you get laid with your man or your woman, you know? Let me prime it with my awesome sexual material. (laughs) They say advertisers have put out my stand-up is like a natural aphrodisiac. My stand-up has the same effects of eating oysters. (laughs) That's how good my stand-up is. (laughs) Oh, man. Guys, what a couple of weeks it's been, though. It's been a fun one. Been a fun one. I've enjoyed uh, the last couple weeks just... Uh, tremendously, just getting out, doing stuff. Uh, Salt Lake was a blast. Had so much fun out there. Uh, I got to do one of my favorite things while I was out there, which is go to the Natural History Museum. If you're ever in the Salt Lake City area, the University of Utah has a awesome Natural History Museum. And why is it awesome? Well, do you know that most of the dinosaur bones are discovered in the United States mostly have become from the state of Utah. Most people don't know that. It's very funny that the Mormons, out of all the people who believe in their religion so hard, picked a place where their headquarters is where we find 165 million-year-old dinosaur bones. Be like, no, see, there was dinosaurs. And they're just like, no. (laughs) The headquarters of the Mormon church, right downtown, dude. Them Latter-day Saints are just down there like, no, it's only been around this long. And it's like, well, we have a building about a mile and a half away that has other stuff. They're like, Satan fucking put it there. Okay, bud. Okay. 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 Sorry. We'll we'll let you go back to trying to get your own planet and not drinking caffeine. For someone who hasn't been drinking caffeine, they are high strung, you know. (laughs) That is, it's not a trip to Utah, too, if you don't see uh, a Mormon missionary or have them approach you, which they did. You know, they always, they love to come up and talk to you. I like, I like, uh, I like entertaining them. You know, you quiz them, you know, I know enough about it now that I'm dangerous enough. I can ask the right questions. You know, I want to see what these lads have been taught. Are they paying, were they paying attention to seminary school? I don't even know if it's seminary school. I don't know what you have to do in order to become a good salesman of the Mormon religion. But I know enough to be deadly about it. If you ever, here's a fun one, you guys. 
here's here's my tips and tricks if you ever get approached or have a a couple of young Mormon lads come knock on your door and ask you if you've heard the good news. That's Jehovah's Witnesses, but they still want to talk to you, right? You can even ask them. You can ask Jehovah's Witness too. This is a fun one. Just confuse them. <laughs> just mix up the religions and just ask them this question. Be like, yeah, um, is it true though? Like, I, I'd like to maybe convert, um, especially because I'd like to get laid, you know, and I'd like to, you know, get married, and that seems like the only way I can get married in Mormonism. It's the only way I can get laid is by getting married. Is it true that once I get married, there's a room off to the side of the altar where I can just go bang my wife while everybody else goes into the reception and has hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> that is a fucking true fact, by the way. That's something I was told by an ex-Mormon, so I hope it's true anyway. I don't even want to look it up. I should look it up and make that true. But they told me that in the churches, there's a room off to the side after you get married, you can just take your new betrothed wife in there and you can deflower her while your family eats fucking shrimp puffs. <laughs> you can't drink alcohol either. That Nobody in your family can drown out the sounds of you pounding away at your girlfriend. Or now, sorry, not your girlfriend, your wife. No one can drown that sound out. You can just hear every, the, the two pumps until that dude climaxes. <laughs> I bet you that's where two-pump chump originated. It's from Mormon weddings. <laughs> My friend told me this, and she'd been multiple uh, weddings, and she said the craziness is like the the expression on their faces. Because there'd be like a dude in there, like a, the the husband come out, and they're sitting at their table getting ready for the 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 dinner portion of their wedding, and they're like smiling, like oh my god, that was amazing, and the girls always look so disappointed. <laughs> ah, it's such a crazy thing. They just they don't know anything about it, and they're just not taught. It's so sheltered. It's crazy, but I guess you know, teach their own, right? To each their own. Yeah, uh, but I did go to the Natural History Museum. You think the Natural History Museum would uh, show some sexual things to help those Mormon men and women out <laughs> so they know what they're doing better? I just know what I love about the Natural History Museum is uh, I like going there with my friends. Uh, I invited a couple of the boys uh, that I know from Salt Lake. We all went up there. It's a good time. It's funny how many of them don't know about it. You know, th These are dudes who grew up there their whole life. And they've never really go, gone there and checked it out. And they're just like, oh, my God, this place is so cool. I'm like, dude, yeah, these this shit like this. I love seeing dinosaur bones, dude. They got a giant gator there, you guys. A gator that's like 30 feet long. And it, the he, I don't know how much that thing weighed, but it's a, it's a Jurassic-era gator. And it is fucking scary. Like, I'm so glad humans didn't live amongst those things, you know? And it's awesome, but it's fun when you go with the boys to the Natural History Museum because it just devolves into a middle school field trip experience again. <laughs> it's just the boys out fucking roughhousing, dude. The only thing that was missing from that was the back of the bus hang that you have at the when you're going to and from the museum, you know? It just needed somebody getting picked on too much where someone in the back was going, fucking stop, stop it. Guys, I'm serious. Fucking stop. I'm tired of it. That's the only thing missing from this trip to the museum. Otherwise, it was fantastic. We were just laughing and joking and just making 
horrific jokes uh, uh just about things that you see in the museum uh so it was just such a fun time uh the dumb thing that i uh, came up with was uh we actually had one of our buddies knew someone who worked at the museum and they actually came down and were very nice and they showed us around and they gave us information on what they were experts in which a lot of it was uh native american artifacts and cultures uh from the area of utah and what we found, what I found out is uh, there's a, the arrowheads that they used around that area were actually from volcanic rock. And there's no volcanoes around Utah. Um, but they could trace back how old the rock was and find out what volcano it came from based off of uh, the, the rock material. Because I guess every volcano has its own signature in like soil content that you can actually compare it to and my dumb ass goes whoa so you're telling me that volcanoes like have their own dna signature and she, the she goes oh my god yeah that, that's actually right you, they you, that's a hundred percent right it that's that's a good way to put it and i was like oh that's awesome and i didn't say this to them because i knew they're an actual scientist and i was like i'm not gonna say what this thought was but after they left and stuff i turned to my buddy and go hey dude does that mean like when a volcano erupts, it's just it's just the earth coming, <laughs> and he was. We just both started laughing. I was thinking about how those people in Pompeii just got absolutely launched on, dude. That was the biggest fucking bukkake of all time. <laughs> Anytime a volcano erupts, that's just Earth giving itself the five knuckle shuffle, you guys. <laughs> Dormant volcanoes are just the earth edging itself, okay? Eventually, it's going to erupt. That's what all what old glory is, okay? Old Faithful. Old Faithful in Yellowstone right now is just edging itself. It just kind of shoots a little bit, but then it fucking retains it. Oh, God. That's what old, old Faithful is, okay? That's the earth edging itself. Yeah, it's a, it's a wild thing to know that that's what's going on with the earth. And it makes sense now that we know that the Earth has, like, a giant metal ball in the center of it. That's a new thing scientists discovered, so of course it is. You know, of course the Earth is splooging, you know. So that was my big takeaway from the Natural History Museum this time, is that volcanoes are just Earth's G-spots where they fucking <laughs> shoot out. They geyser out. They're just, oh, God. And it makes sense. It does make sense. Think about Hawaii. It's all rock. It's islands made out of volcanic rock. So, it's the it's the bringer of life, you know? Hawaii was just volca underwater volcanoes, right? That was the, that was the volcanoes uh, shooting up DNA and just cramming the sock down to the bottom of the drawer of the dresser drawer, you know? It's like we got to hide this, but eventually that just like starts to build up and eventually surfaces and you can't hide that shame anymore. And how do you cover it up? With some nice tropical Febreze. That's how you cover up that cum smell. And that's why we have Hawaii. Yeah, you'll never look at Hawaii the same again, will you? <laughs> Going on vacation and you go to those black sand beaches. You're just standing on volcano cum. <laughs> oh, man. So immature. So immature. But I wouldn't have it any other way, you guys. I wouldn't have it any other way. But that was the one of the fun perks of uh going out to salt lake it was great to see all my boys and hang out do stand up god damn it was fun so i guess now we should probably ha hop into a, the article i found this week right 
right? Yeah. And with all this talk nowadays about what we're trying to do with, um, what do you want to call it? Uh, benefits, right? People are trying to talk about benefits a lot. And uh, people always want new ones, especially as the times evolve and change. And I found this a Wall Street Journal article that I thought would be really good. And it's called Five New Work Perks You'll See in the Future. Now, there are people who uh, think the world is changing faster than it is. And we need to just start uh, doing some things, right? So we're going to find out what they have. Let's go. Let's see here. The, so it's called, like I said, it says daycare f for parents, hyper-personalized benefits. Company uh, Companies compete for employees will cater to different life stages in the coming years. So let's read on about this. This is actually pretty cool because like the Wall Street Journal did like a slideshow for this. So this is pretty tight. Let's, I'll show you guys. The workforce of the future may be made up of great mix of employees of all ages as people are uh, live and work longer, economists project. As a result, companies compete with these workers are, are uh, expected to offer more benefits tailored to the needs of different stages of life. Here's a look ahead of evolving work perks and benefits in the coming decades. Let's see here. Uh, stints and sabbaticals. Options for working abroad stints uh, and sabbaticals will be increased. Managers predict and promoted by millennials and Gen Zers who say travel and life experiences are the key to their happiness. Yeah, so we want to work, but we also don't want to not take vac we also don't want to take vacation days and be able to go Paris according to this, you know. The you which does make sense. There's uh it's becoming more and more uh accessible to just work wherever you want. Um at a certain point the I can't believe how many places are still trying to get you to go back into the office. The amount of places, and I think it's just because they've already paid for it, the amount of companies that still want to make you come into the office when you don't even need to is insane. And I think it's really because instead, of the, a lot of companies were renting out buildings. Uh, the company I worked for used to rent around three, uh, five or six big buildings to house people, and they've gotten rid of a ton of them and they've consolidated it to almost one and that's a good thing but you're still having to come in the office it's at a certain point you're they're gonna just have to just let people work from home you're gonna save money on your energy costs i mean at a certain point like the electricity bill the property taxes you could save so much by not having th that big of a place on your books for sure Although, I wonder at that point, do you get to write off your electric bill or your internet bill if you're using it for work? I wonder how that kind of stuff works. I don't know anything about taxes, and I'm never going to act like I do. Those goddamn redcoats of the IRS make it so confusing. So, okay, but people want to work uh, abroad, I guess, which... There's got I wonder if there's taxes involved with that. Like, if you go work in Paris for a month, like, you probably have to pay taxes because you're working in Paris. There's got to be something with that. I don't know. Uh, global mindset, empathy, and respecting different cultures are all accomplished by sending employees to different places, says Jennifer Moss, a workplace strategist and author. For those who want to travel while completely disconnected from their work, sabbaticals are another future perk, and more will be 
earned faster after five years or less on the job. Wait, how, how long do you typically have to wait for a sabbatical now? I wonder, was it like 10 years or something like that? That seems, I have no idea how long you have to wait to do a sabbatical. I do like how it's a, they're talking about a global mindset. Like people are going to Paris and stuff because they want to make sure they understand cultures and like they'll do better. And that, this way I'll be more understanding and tolerant. I, I can think of a couple things that or why that's not actually going to do anything. <laughs> There's quite a few people who are like, I'm going to go do a sabbatical, but I'm going to go to Florida. <laughs> there are people who don't want to get outside the U.S. And I'm, I'm only looking at this as from a U.S. perspective. I'm sure the other countries are completely different. You know, I know a couple of people who live overseas and they just go to different countries all the time. They work remotely like that, which is, you know, but Europe... Yeah, especially the EU is basically like the United States in the fact that you can just hop between, you know, it's like hopping between states. So completely different experience. Let's go to the next one. Daycare for your parents. Dropping off your parents at the employee subsidized care center could become a regular part of the workday in the coming years. That's, this is insane to me. The, the, the idea that you are going to have your, parents come to work with you <laughs> dude just having an intercom it's this like well wade taylor please come down to the office please wade taylor come down to the office and my dad's just fucking throwing a fit for some reason it's like god damn it dude <laughs> you got to take him up to your desk for a little bit because he wants to hang out <laughs> ugly i think most adults would be fine with that but it is funny to think of them it just sounds like they're trying to treat old people like toddlers dude it sucks that back half of that is so of life is so is so oh I, I can't even describe it and after i saw like how my uh grandfather had to kind of go through things and stuff it just it especially watching him as someone who was like a get up and go person it's such a it's such a downgrade from what you thought it was like you know and what you want to do it's just being almost stagnant you I think that's what holds you back it's like that's why like you almost deteriorate faster because you're not doing stuff yeah so it, it but having a daycare at work for your parents is crazy I wonder at at a certain point, okay, there's gonna be some cross generation daycare happening, right? Because like, let's say you have kids, right? You have kids, right? And then your parents, you got your parents who are living with you too, because they're old enough now. But you have your, but you have younger kids, and you got to take them to daycare. Well, now you got daycare with your parents and your 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 kids. So now the grandparents can hang out with the kids. You can do a little cross activity there, do uh, knitting and also uh, finger painting, you know? I think it'd be great. The, the grandparents just hanging out with the grandkids all day? What's up? That's what's, that's, that sounds like a fucking great time to me. That, that See, now I'm more on board with this, you know? Then it's at least you're not having your kids go to some daycare that being raised by some stranger. At least it's your parents. <laughs> Even though maybe their teaching methods you didn't agree with when you were growing up. But better than that, let's read on here. On-site care centers for the elderly are coming. It's already being discussed in some universities, says Jane uh, Acasis, 
uh, president and CEO of a nonprofit, CHC, creating healthier communities. As a result, employers are exploring how to support workers in a way beyond offering leave or uh, stipends or subsidize to subsidize care. Uh, Dr. Set, uh, Acosta says, uh, some startups are also looking to fill that need. Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine bringing – like, let's let's be real here. Most uh, older people are – you kind of become more conservative as you go. So, if, like, they're already having, <laughs> like, a senior center care – center on a uh university campus dude <laughs> just seeing all the blue haired green haired girls while you're out all the protest groups <laughs> dude the fucking viral videos <laughs> that'll come out of that like of this your grandfather getting out of the <laughs> getting out of the care center walking around campus <laughs> Just fucking screaming at some girl protesting. <laughs> you don't know shit about how the world works, you dumb bitch. Oh, uh, dude. Okay, seniors, we're going to go on our nature walk today. They walk through the... Fu- <laughs> they walk through Central Campus seeing all the fucking <laughs> protests. And, Will you sign this for marijuana activist? All right, get that hippie shit away from me. You goddamn reefer heads, <laughs> dude! Uh, see, you you would have to have them separated. <laughs> they can't walk through Central Campus, or you have to be like, "All right, kids, I'm sorry, but like, it's the seniors' time to get to Central Campus to walk through. You have to go, otherwise, you know what happens. <laughs> we don't need Central Campus to become Thunderdome again, okay? These guys fought in Korea and shit." <laughs> Why don't these ladies shave their armpits? Grandpa, <laughs> it's a choice. <laughs> oh, dude, that's fucking great. Anyway, let's go on. What's the next one? On-site counselors. As workers' mental health suggests to gain attention, companies are looking for new ways to respond. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, a corporate fucking therapist sounds like a conflict of interest. They want to keep their job. That's a cushy that's a cushy job, I would feel like, to be a company therapist. Uh you're you're an on site therapist for anybody to come into this particular work, you have to be their therapist. That seems like a cushy job. But it also seems like hell. Ugh, man. I I don't think I could do it because then you know all your coworkers are going to the same therapist. You've all been spilling the tea <laughs> on all of the other therapists or all their all their other clients. That cl- therapist is getting both sides of the stories, which maybe it's healthier that way. Maybe it works out better. But goddamn, dude. No, I need a place where I can just bring the fucking heat and know that they don't know who I'm talking about. Not that I've ever been to therapy. I haven't because I'm a coward. <laughs> and I'm a, and that's why I'm better to admit to myself that I'm a coward. That's why I don't go to therapy. Because I don't want to explore emotions. <laughs> Today, many employers are offering subscriptions to online therapy like Talkspace or uh, meditation apps like Headspace. Meditation app? What the fuck does a meditation app do? I've been trying to get into meditation, but it's uh, I don't understand it. 
I do like the sitting in quiet. It does help, but I don't know how an app's going to help you. Anyway, the next iteration could be moved to provide an in-person or on-site counselor with therapists or coaches giving employees a venue to discuss work-related issues as well as personal problems. Uh, uh, human resources uh, executives say uh, employees will be encouraged to take time for uh, from their work day on the company dime okay wait are you telling me I no longer if I start going to the, the company therapist I get paid to go to therapy now swish <laughs> that, dude i'll work on myself if i don't have to do spreadsheets <laughs> wait you're telling me i can take an hour out of the week to just and you'll pay for it for me to go talk about how i hate my job <laughs> if that that doctor confidentiality statement's got to be airtight okay because i'm gonna bring some heat down <laughs> on, on everybody that i work with okay that's going to be the vent session of a lot. They're going to, it's going to be steamy in there, okay? They're going to, she's better wear a parka and be in an iceberg lounge when I walk in there because I'm going to bring the heat. <laughs> oh, man. That would that'd be sick, though, getting paid to bitch and moan. I mean, some people do it to their coworkers already, you know. We all have, have a, uh, know a couple of those people. They all go over to another person's desk and they just fucking let somebody have it. Not to that person. They're not. They're not yelling at that person, but they're talking about somebody else that they just had it with, and they. That is the dumping ground. That is the dumping ground. Let's go to the next one. A post uh, parental leave. Now, uh, paid parental leave is widespread. Watch for companies to add transitional period at the end of that break, designed to let employees ease back into work. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like that idea for parents. So it's like you go from not working at all to like slowly, like yeah, we're gonna give you, you're gonna do like 15 hours a week, and back to like 20 hours a week, and you just do like a steady climb to make sure you can kind of ease back into that workflow. That's a good idea. I hope that's what this is anyway. Some companies are offering a few days working part time after leave. Uh, the other are uh, a longer transition another option is a stagger a stagger return a component of leave that is just as important as leave itself uh is the return to work plan says jessica martos uh pae's director of human resources yeah that makes total sense i don't i'd never thought about that before but goddamn, that should be a thing more of a thing for sure uh, let's see here. Hyper-personalized benefits. Imagine a company covering ski e equipment as an employee prefers it, their form of exercise or housekeeping services uh, counting under wellness uh, stipends. Whoa. That would be interesting. A housekeeping. God, people would abuse the fuck out of that. Uh, can you imagine just leaving a pile of dishes in your goddamn sink? Be like, oh, I'm the fucking housekeeper, do it. It's part of my benefits. <laughs> I'll use my HSA to fucking cover the dishes. Getting uh, ski equipment done would be pretty sick, though. Like, you get your own going, get your own snowboard and stuff, dude. I get extreme off of my company's dime. That's what's up. I can go hit the half pipe this week. Honestly, though, if they cover... I don't understand why more companies don't do this. 
mine doesn't do it. I don't think I've ever worked for any company that has done it. But they, if you just did a benefit program for the gym, I, I think it would be work wonders for people. For me, it would be awesome. I do use the gym a lot. And to get reimbursed and to make sure that I can, hey, you, I'm being healthy in that aspect, which if I'm healthy, I'm not as sick as much. I'm going into work more often. It's a win-win for everybody. I think they should try to cover your uh, your gym expenses more. It's definitely way better. Anyway, customized benefits aimed to meet employees' needs in various locations, age range, and family situations will take will overtake traditional benefits in the coming years. Human resource experts predict. Yeah, and that's the end of that article. Isn't that fun? Isn't that nice to know? Soon you will be able to just do so much cool shit like offload your parents onto some graduate 23-year-old graduate out of college <laughs> some ki- person who wanted to teach uh kindergarten classes but they've cu- you know they've now closed down public schools because of who knows why the funding finally got cut more so they make more money doing arts and crafts with old people you know that's who you're going to pawn off your 65 70-year-old uh parents onto isn't that great? But you, they, the company bought you ski equipment, and you can go talk about, and then you can go to a free therapist and have them and talk about how your dad, you bought, you got this cool ski equipment, but because your dad's there, now you can't go fucking ski because you got to take care of him full time. But luckily, that counselor will be able to talk you off the edge. <laughs> you can never leave work. You can never leave work. Why don't you go take a nap in the pod? Don't leave campus. Go back to your spreadsheets. Work until you're dead. Until you end up in that senior care center. While your kid replaces you. We're in a fucking cycle. Wow, that got depressing at the end there, didn't it? Yeah. You want to know if you want to hear me say more funny stuff? Come to those dates again, guys. Remember, come to March 18th, Keokuk, Iowa. March 24th, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Uh, April 5th, we'd be in Des Moines, Iowa, at the Peace Tree Brewing Company. Uh, April 8th, in Lincoln, Nebraska, at the Storm Cellar. April 14th, in Knoxville, at the Peace Tree Brewing Company. Out there, those are the dates. Come out and watch me do stand up. And guys, if you need something to entertain you in between that. Go to punninggame.com. You know it. You love it. That's why you're here right now. Punninggame.com has all your favorite podcasts. Who gives it F? Empty Parlor. Not worth the time. All that cool stuff. So go check that out. Also, Comic Wade Taylor, guys. Comic Wade Taylor on YouTube. That's where you can find the video version of this podcast. Watch the slideshow with me. It's a great time. The videos are doing really well. I appreciate everybody subscribing. It's doing well. Uh, go there. Do that. Subscribe. Um, I really appreciate it. Check out my half hour there, Wild Horses. That's up there for you guys. So go and check that out. Also, don't forget to go to the Punning Game Shop. Get yourself t-shirts, hoodies, all sorts of cool shit to represent your favorite shows here at punninggame.com. So, and don't forget to use promo code NWTPOD. That's NWTPOD, and that gets you free shipping at checkout, guys. NWTPOD, free shipping. Gotta love it. Guys, thank you for listening to Not Worth the Time. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do.